wrap up that hello is to just treat everybody like they're in a choir the the first uh intro into that video is a guy doing karate moves i don't know if you've ever seen it Aaliyah there with uh try again an anthem towards annoyingly persistent men yeah (laughs) if she says no just try again yeah i love you Aaliyah. we all love you Anyway, hello, my name is Dee Mortimer, and welcome to a new episode of Girly Mags. I think Andrea mentioned it was our 47th 47th episode. episode. We're a cougar. We I, like, are. Yeah, we could go to Crocodile Rock with this. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and uh, roll! That's way too much pressure to go to the gym. <laughs> and, like, keep up appearances. I am not prepared to be a cougar. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't wait to be a cougar. What's a, cu- a cougar? So what would James be, like a panther? Like, what's the... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not, I was never good at those, like... Welcome uh, to the patriarchy. There is not a term for men, uh, older men going for younger women. They're called men. No, <laughs> they're called perverts. Yeah, exactly. It's called a midlife crisis. <laughs> older men pursuing younger... It's not even, like, novel enough to have a term. Ugh. Anyway, so 47th, new episode of Girly Mags, 47th episode, the podcast where we deep dive into the hilarious, traumatic, confusing ocean of teenage nostalgia and awkward hair growth, and uh, by looking at all of your favorite teen magazines from the 90s and early 2000s. This week is a special one. We're covering our first issue of Cosmo Girl, which is like the little sister to Cosmopolitan Magazine, Um, and this issue is from June and July of 2000. We also have a special guest host with us this week, Amanda Connell. Amanda is a writer, research assistant, and TA at Ryerson University, and is currently Ooh. finishing a degree in sociology. Amazing! <laughs> she also has a podcast with her BFF, Katie, called You Don't Know What It's Like, and she uses her time and resources at Ryerson to work on sexual violence advocacy and consent campaigns. Amazing! Yeah. I assume it's anti-sexual. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti-sexual violence. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome, Amanda. Hello. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to uh, be sitting at this giant table with all of you. <laughs> in chatting. our giant apartment. In their giant apartment. The most beautiful apartment I've seen in Toronto so Keep far. Oh, yeah. So far, so this far. This is just our studio that we rent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fine. It's, it's set up like an apartment, which is pretty cool. You had me fooled. You had me fooled. Uh, yeah, I'm stoked. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah. Hi, uh, my name is James, aka Marilyn Mansplain. And uh, in the news, our favorite uh, infection vector, Usher, uh, reportedly paid a million dollars to the woman he infected with uh, herpes. Oh, yeah. Great. So, I mean, terrible for her, but, I mean, what the fuck are you doing, Usher? (laughs) You're rich. Like, this is, like, the easiest you could get off for handing out herpes to random people. (laughs) Honestly, I would get herpes for a million dollars. A million (laughs) dollars. Motherfuckers are getting it for free all the time. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, That didn't take long to just leap right into STDs, man. (laughs) Hey, you know, we talk about sex. We talk about bodies. Fair enough. Let's not herpes shade. Like, uh, herpes shade people. (laughs) Uh, My name's Andrew. You know how much cold sore medicine a million dollars buys you? Fair enough. Jesus. Uh, My name's Andrea Johns. And uh, recently I've, oh my God, Sorry. I just like blanked out and was thinking about herpes. (laughs) And I was like, my was backtracking. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that the herpes, it wasn't just like herpes simplex one. It was like genital herpes, which is, I don't know if I would get that for a million dollars. Just let's just back this herpes truck out of the driveway and get it down the street. 
Uh, yeah, my name's Andrea Johns, and recently I have really become accustomed to being 32 and buying a fuck ton of plants for my apartment. Yeah. But yes. some of them are dying, and I don't think I have a green thumb. So if you have any fun tips, mm-hmm. go ahead and send them my way. I'm, I'm really getting into the boring part of my life. So. <laughs> plants aren't boring. Yes, they are. They're literally <laughs> saving our planet. <laughs> the more you get, the more exciting it becomes. Too. It's going to become more like I rented a car the other day to like go and buy them. Like I went to a nursery and I was like, uh, can you tell me more about these plants? What that's the big that's the big leap of like going to a nursery as opposed to like buying whatever is in like the lineup at a no frills or something like that. Yeah, my decorative cabbage is dying. Two nurseries we went to. Oh, yeah. Two nurseries. <laughs> James looks so tired. Wild Saturday for me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'm um, so excited to have you here, Amanda. A longtime listener, I assume. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I especially loved the last episode Yay. with the TLC cover. Oh, because, what was yeah. your second favorite? <laughs> Don't be the one, the one before that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Duh. which, fucking Chili from TLC retweeted our post yesterday she retweeted it eh? she i thought re- she just liked it no she retweeted holy it. shit i just had a heart attack uh, right on her bio it says seventh day adventist christian so maybe don't give that no a listen i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lecture like a black woman on her faith so yeah. no no i know but maybe she will maybe it's bad she just promotes it and doesn't really look into what it actually is although so i don't know be a fan yeah what we, we were fucking talking about how awesome tlc is exactly and yeah i was super uh pumped and also cisco follows us on twitter so you guys should too Girly yeah. underscore Meg. We get a lot of mileage out of Cisco following <laughs> yes, us on Instagram. <laughs> it's literally the bio for our show. Unleash the dragon. <laughs> All right. Uh, new listeners. This is where we do This Month in History, where we lift back the veils of time. We give you context for the worlds that once were that produced these words transcribed down to us. Last time, we went back to the year of May. In the year 2000. The year of May? (laughs) (laughs) Just keep it, it's fine. But where in the mists of time shall we travel this week? Perhaps to the ancient pictographs of our ancestors in Africa. (laughs) Or through the ancient sands of Babylon that produced the Hammurabi Code. Maybe a bit later, when Johannes Gutenberg introduced the printing press to Europe and allowed the mass dissemination of information. Oh my God, I feel like I'm at school. Where will we go? We are going to June 2000, (laughs) a month later than the last episode. (laughs) June, July, actually. It's a great year. Great job, guys. (laughs) Whoever picked this magazine. It was me. It was both of us. I'll I'll show the blame on that. On June 13th, uh, it's June slash July because... There wasn't enough for just one month. On June 13th, President Kim Dae-jung of South Korea meets Kim Jong-il of North Korea. And uh, they were best friends in North Korea. <laughs> uh, June 21st, Section 28, uh, outlawing the promotion of homosexuality in the United Kingdom, is repealed in Scotland. Awesome. Woo! That's good. Give me all I the I had to like, think about that for a second. I'm like, am I cheering about this? Is it bad or good? I'm a little slow. <laughs> Go nuts today. with your homo promo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On July 29th, uh, American actress Jennifer Aniston weds actor and film producer Brad Pitt. Oh, wow. I don't have any... Shit, I don't have any more research on this, so <laughs> I just assume congratulations to, for your 19th wedding anniversary, <laughs> oh. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I, remember the, I remember when that happened, there was this huge thing because paparazzi like rented actors and flew over their mansion or wherever they had the, the wedding, and like the pictures were like... They looked like little ants, like Sim yeah. City. <laughs> Jennifer, they spent over a million dollars on the wedding, and Jennifer Anson says to this day she has no regrets. 
All right. Well, maybe one regret. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, that's fine. Yeah, you should do that movie with Angelina Jolie. Brad Pitt <laughs> recently, actually, Brad Pitt oh. recently uh, attended her 50th birthday party and yeah. they were seen talking. I'm surprised that I headlines assume. are. Cool. I mean, he's at her party. Yeah. Aren't they back together now? Jennifer no. Aniston and Brad like Pitt? Aren't they like having a baby or something? No. <laughs> oh, that's my God. Like, that'd be really crazy. And also, like, Kind of hot. In uh, music, Maria Maria and was on the charts by Santana and Be With You and Enrique Iglesias were right in the midst of the Latin craze. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, can't you, see me, I'm doing what I think are Latin moves. Uh, also, number one, Try Again by Aaliyah, you just heard. Uh, it was a great time for Crybabies. Coldplay released a debut <laughs> album, Parachutes, and uh, Weaker Thins released Left and Leaving. Lil Kim released Notorious Kim. And Modest Mouse released The Moon in Antarctica. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just put Little Kim in the category no, 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 of no, no, no. Crybabies? Cry Sorry, you should, hear, you should hard enter. That was, that okay. was like the other stuff that got released. Okay, all right. Junaid, Sinead O'Connor came out as a lesbian. Woo. What? Yeah, that late? She became a Catholic priest later, so she attracted it? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't she, like, um, didn't she convert to Islam recently? I don't know. I can't follow all the Sinead O'Connor or drama. I literally, no, it's like news to me that she actually came out as lesbian, though. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure recently she converted to, let me look this up. She was, uh, let me you fact look check. up, I'll keep going. Okay. okay. I know she was a priest for, or like a something. She was something or other, a minister. I know she's Catholic, so she couldn't be a priest. Uh, on June 29th, Eminem's mother goes to court suing her son, defamation of character, $10 million. After taking exception to the line, my mother smokes more dope than I do, from My Name Is. I just found out my mom does more dope than I do. Guess how much she ended up, she won. Guess how much she ended up getting. Uh, she was looking for 10 mil. She probably got, I don't know, $25,000. Yeah. Oh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ah, there you go for doing $1. She got dead on. I didn't do $1. I said $25. $25,000? She got 25000 All right. Most of that went to her lawyer. She ended up with $1,600. I was recently looking up uh, Eminem's lawsuits. He has a fucking long list of lawsuits against him. But he settled all his lawsuits. Fuck you, Debbie. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. So just to to fact check here, uh, Sinead O'Connor appearance in hijab on RTE's Late Late Show sparks major boost for Islam in Ireland, which I guess isn't, you know, a bad thing, except she's not like she just recently converted. Well, I don't want to say that, like, you know, that anything like negative about Islam or anything like that. But I I don't understand. Like, let me see. There is. I remember there was some controversy about it. Yeah. Anyway, it's this is a lot of work for somebody well, good who for her honor search yeah. for whatever it is she's looking for. Oh, you know for. what? She said she's always been Muslim but didn't realize it. She oh should my collab God. with Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. That's, That's a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she Now just... says white people are disgusting. I that is actually true. true. Yeah. I'm glad this journey took her to that place of truth. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> in movies in June Gone in 60 Seconds came out. Oh, I liked that movie. Uh, in July, Nutty Professor 2, The Clubs came out. Oh, Ooh, I love that movie. I have never <laughs> seen this movie, but I will summarize the ending. The film closes with Denise and Sherman's wedding reception, with Buddy nowhere to be found. I'm not giving you any context. Dean Richmond rehires Sherman with a wedding present, and the hamster is back to normal. <laughs> and Dean Richmond decides to love the hamster. <laughs> Dean Richmond, of course, played by Richard Gere. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the month. (laughs) Woo! Very good. (laughs) Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. This is the story of a girl who 
It's incredibly loud. <laughs> Extremely loud and incredibly problematic when you're like, why don't you smile, baby? You look so good. You look so sad all the time. You just smile. Uh, I hate that. I, I have a kind of like a naturally resting bitchy face, and I would always have people be like, what's wrong? Why are you so sad? You I should hate smile. That. Why so serious? Why so serious? Why so serious? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to make me smile more. Yeah. I had somebody in a McDonald's yesterday call me a hooker to my face and ask me why I wasn't smiling. Well, and you're a hooker. You, you know, I'm sorry. I my, prefer my, sex my, worker. Exactly. And no, I'm not. You're, you're immediately <laughs> like problem, like doing a problematic term for my line of work. And yeah. my line of work is criminalized. So yeah. that's why I'm not smiling. I have a problem. <laughs> Disclaimer, D is not a sex worker. No. She's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. We are on the ouch. Nah, which is the section of Cosmo Girl with the embarrassing, humiliating stories that will make your hair curl. And these are all camp themed, not like Met Gala, like uh-huh. summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one's called Itchy Woman. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often I can too. <laughs> My friend invited me to go camping with her family and her brother brought his totally hot friend. When we were hiking, I had to pee, so I went into a tall area of bushes to go. I used a leaf to wipe, but it turned out to be poison ivy. I had to ask the hot guy for his first aid kit. He wouldn't let me use it until he knew why I needed it. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And also, why is the hot guy entitled with his first aid kit? (laughs) They still call me nature girl. You call... Okay, first of all, you need to go to the hospital. You literally <laughs> need to go to like, the doctor. Have you ever had... I've never had yes. poison ivy poisoning, but it's... I had a friend that had it. Oh, my God. And it was, like, disgusting. Disgusting. Like, yeah. I, had it, I, I don't know where I was. I was on... Um, I, I got it on my, my, my calf, and it bubbled like, uh-huh. a, no, like, like some kind of high-tech shoe. Uh, and then, uh, it like, wept like liquid for a uh, long, clear liquid. Uh, Why are you telling me? Uh, stop my it. Mouth to the bottom no, of the stop it. <laughs> um, anyways, this guy's super fucking nosy. But that's it also reminds me of this thing, like, whenever you've had, like, a... Here comes that bad boy with his first aid kit. <laughs> Remember you had like embarrassing moments or something? Like when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, can you get me like, you know, can you go to the store for me? Or like, it's like, why? Like, yeah. mind your own business. It- can you imagine if like first uh, first uh, responders being like, I'm blamed for recently. Why do you need it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> well, they, I guess they do ask you. They what ask you what your emergency is. is yeah, but I'm fucking nosy. At <laughs> Someone please go. Also, what are you going to get out of a first aid kit that's going to help with poison poison ivy? ivy. Like, you're going to put a Band-Aid on your crotch now? (laughs) Yeah, like a big piece of gauze. Yeah. Let's actually think about that. Let's think about what's... uh, I think they have, like, burn cream, so that might help. Poison ivy isn't a burn, though. But it might cool it. Like, it might be like a... The burn cream is generally like a cooling liquid, like, goo, so... Rule of thumb, don't wipe your ass with leaves you find in the bush. Yeah, don't do that. I'm I'm sure many of our ancestors... You're going camping, and this whole family, one of them comes to the uh, fucking... Has a... one cool guy as his like personal first aid kit. <laughs> you didn't bring any toilet paper. You just have. Yeah. And by the way, in a first aid kit, there's tons of gauze. Yeah, uh, that is true. 
I why, why would you, whenever I'm camping, I just do the shake. You just yeah. gotta pull down. You gotta shake if you're yeah. not out there with you know if you're what? somewhere. What? Air it out. Bring toilet paper with you. Also, most of them go camping. I'm not in the middle of the woods. Like there's toilets somewhere. Well, they were on a hike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On a hike. It's a hike. No yeah. But bring toilet paper. Mm. Fucking hey, hot guy. Bring I don't mind air drying, but <laughs> on poo. <laughs> We've gone from taking a piss in the bushes to taking oh, a shit. I no, God, she's peeing. She's peeing. Yeah, just shake it off. Oh, yeah. now I get what you're saying. Oh my yeah. God, the haters are gonna hate, 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 hate. <laughs> so here's another summer camp themed one called "Singing Praise." Okay, so a lot of these are weirdly about like church youth groups and Christian adventure camp. What I have a story about in a minute, but this one is "Singing Praise." I was at a Christian adventure camp where you hike all day. With no outhouses, so you have to go to bathroom in the woods. I'm noticing a theme. Like yeah. Jesus did. <laughs> I hated having to do that, so I held on to it as much as I could. At the end of every day, we all sat in a circle and prayed. One time, I had to fart, and I thought it would be a little quiet one, oh, but Jesus boy, God. was I wrong. Everyone was sitting there holding hands, and I let it rip really loud. <laughs> oh, she's Gotta do what you gotta do, like... man. So my great, uh, yeah, my grandma sent me to a Christian camp when I was, like, in wow. seventh grade. And I didn't know it was a Christian camp before I went. I was like, ooh, youth camp, this is gonna be fun. Get to spend the summer in the woods. And it had no, like, the name wasn't anything to, like, and then it was, like, things to pack. It's like Bible, things you can't have, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why do I need a Bible? And my mom's like, I don't know. Thanks, Mom. You did. <laughs> if you run out of toilet paper. Yeah. Bible has many tissue-type pages. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, I got there, and it Judy was... Judy me. Oh, my God. It was, like, dude, we had to fuck... Like, it was, like, mass in the morning. It was, like, an evangelical Christian camp, so it was, like, mass oh, in the morning. dude. All of the activities were, like, around... Even, like, the arts and crafts were around, like, making cross... Like, it was, like, very cult-like and weird. So yeah, you were through, at a cult camp. Halfway through the, the camp, I pretended <laughs> to break my leg or uh, sprain my ankle. <laughs> like, I literally threw myself down a hill, like, in front of my camp counselors and then pretended and, like, went to the nurse and everything. I was like, oh! And she was like, oh, it doesn't look swollen. I was like, I can't walk on it! And so I just like chilled in my chalet for Have you tried the praying? rest of the week. Is it, was this like an overnight camp? No, it was like a two week camp. Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, like, so a sleepover camp. Yeah, basically. So like halfway through, I also met my first boyfriend at that camp and we spent a lot of letters. Might've snuck out and made out against nice. Jesus' at Chris, will. At Christian, at Christian, Christian camp. sleepaway camp. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like the beginning of a porn. <laughs> it does. I've seen that I one before. I broke my leg at Christian camp. We need first aid prayers right here. <laughs> Put your hands on it. That's weird though. I didn't know that about you. Uh, Columbus Boys Camp, not no no. I don't have any stories like that. Yeah, it was a Catholic boy. No stories. Catholic Boys Camp, still no stories. <laughs> but it was like half disadvantaged kids and half like people who paid for it. I was a disadvantaged kid, and uh, I think I was just used to like because I went to Catholic school. It was just normal to me. Like I not like you being like that's weird. You had to pray. Oh, I was like so I was like it's weird that you don't have to pray two seconds. Yeah, I remember when I first moved out from. Honk for Jesus! Like oh Catholic my God. High, I went to Catholic school in Catholic high school, and then I got out, and I went to university in the city, and, like, I saw people walking with, like, black marks on their heads and, like, like all these, like, black Ash marks. Wednesday. And, <laughs> and I was like, did, like, a building burn down? Were they all scared? And it turned out it was Ash Wednesday. Yeah, I've never it. had you glare at me before. <laughs> you would step on my joke like that. <laughs> Yeah, I I did not grow up in a religious family at all, so going to that camp was just yeah, like... Yeah, neither did I. Uh, they 
confiscated my Marilyn Manson shirt, which I never got Those back. Those assholes. Gonna, what? That'd be worth money. I know. I'm going to sue them. I, I went <laughs> no. to a Jewish camp. Oh, oh yeah? yeah. I went to a Jewish camp and there was a lot of praying before every meal. Yeah. And I was ostracized because I wore my Marilyn Manson t-shirt there. Woo! Nice. Oh, yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. Which camp was it? Do you remember? It was Camp Merrimack. Mine was called Camp uh, Ontario Pioneer Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I went... <laughs> I went to I went to like a, a a day camp. It wasn't anything. Like it was just my parents had to send me to it because they were working for like the first two weeks of summer, mm-hmm. and I hated every moment of it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, like- I also threw myself down a hill so. <laughs> <laughs> just to get away from people. <laughs> it was just threw myself at the lake at very high velocity. <laughs> I was I remember that it was just such a weird summer. And then when I came back, I remember being all like I had like my cross around my neck and shit. And then like I like came down from the weird Jesus like yeah. bubble that I was in, and I was like what am i doing Ugh. were they trying to Black- convert you or something i don't know or- well, yeah i mean like they- all, aren't they always trying <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> i was not a happy camper no this is the from no scrubs this is like the the, the strumming from no scrubs it does sound like that yeah Please don't come around talk about that you love me Cause they love just for me I don't wanna hear that you adore me And I know that all you're doing is one of your mind games Don't you know that game She's skateboarding in this video Are you literally just watching the video? <laughs> Do your job! Wait, sorry, she, she can actually skateboard? Well, she married like a motocross guy so She's that's yeah. like Pink is skateboarding in, in this video Oh, her fashion's pretty cool too Yeah This has that very like millennial vibe where do you remember when everything was that kind of like silvery blue, like the yeah, background iridescent? Had, yeah, and, and it had that kind of like like the fun fur chair oh, you're sitting on right now. I mentioned that she uh, she got famous and then still married like a guy in his backyard riding his motocross. And no, and you ask how they still together? No, because that's what inspired. So what? I'm still a rock star. Yeah, I, got my rock I think moves. they got back together. I'll have to check oh. it. Fact check. Yeah. I love it when crazy, insanely amazing celebs marry commoners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It like, inspires all of us. Yeah, it inspires all of us. <laughs> it doesn't get much more common than a BMX guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he's a very successful BMX guy. Yeah, anyway. Drank monster and wore fox. Sick, <laughs> bro. He was paid to do those things. Yeah. yeah. Large sums of money. Uh, okay, so this segment is called What's Up, Doc? Sex and your body. Questions way too embarrassing to ask anyone! Exclamation mark. <laughs> anyone at all. <laughs> Except for a Cosmo Girl magazine. Um, okay, so this first question. Is it true that you can't get pregnant if you have sex while you're having your period? Leanne, who is 16, wants to know. From Oklahoma. From Oklahoma. Please don't get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Leanne. <laughs> I feel like you can get pregnant anytime you're from Oklahoma. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually think this is a really good question, though, because up until a few days ago, I was like looking at, I have like one of those period tracker things, mm-hmm. and I was like, here's the safest days to have sex. Yeah. Because I'm more of like a rhythm method person, because I'm in a long term. The rhythm method is a very specific thing. It's not. It's not. That's like the Catholic Sorry, the pull-out like method. The yeah. Pull-out method. By a clock the rhythm method. Like, <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> you say rhythm method and emotion and ocean situation? Uh, I or? the rhythm method was like, you're just like, uh, like the third strike Stop of like doing being, that with your hands. <laughs> I, I thought like it was like you like I can't do it without the hand motion. On the third strike, you're out. You like you like feels good, feels good, gonna, and then you have to like 
rhythm. But no, it's like something specific with like your your uh, cycle and your stuff. menstrual it's cycle. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of misinformation around this because there really is no time to ever have sex safely it without is. protection not right. like being mrs abstinence or whatever uh, I'm just no. saying that you could get right. pregnant anytime if you're 60 from oklahoma you can get pregnant when your cousin looks at you <laughs> oh well God. okay so the answer in this the cosmo gives basically i mean they, they go through the, the the whole menstrual cycle thing which to be honest with you i need an app for that because i have no fucking clue how it works yeah. like mm-hmm. my cycle i'm like i just take a pill every morning yeah. yeah um but the end of it is them just saying like the only way to be for sure not going to get pregnant is if you just abstain a hundred percent, which is, yeah, boo. Yeah. Um, but you can get pregnant because it happened to me. I got pregnant when I was 14 Yeah. and yeah. I had sex on my period and I was like, Oh, this is fine. Everything's yeah. going to be safe. fine. It must be safe. Then I bled for like two months. I, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're like 16 from Oklahoma, like just, just judge, like always wear a condom. Yeah. If you're 36, maybe you can roll the dice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, um, I mean, abstinence is always this thing that they've really promoted in magazines and even just in general, like it's like, don't have sex. And it's like teenagers have sex. So like, and the thing is, the thing that I find weird is like, if you do choose to be sexually active, you must use a condom, which I think is great. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because birth control doesn't, doesn't protect against STDs, but there is no onus on the female to be like, also use birth control. Like it's Mm -hmm. like, just like rely on a guy to use a condom or Mm -hmm. whatever. There are female condoms out there. Yeah. Which is always a hot shot thing. You know, it's a real power play. Uh, if you're if you're about to sleep with a lady, she's like, "Do you have protection?" And you go, "Yeah." And then you pull out a female condom. That is a huge <laughs> flex. That's a crazy flex. It yeah. is a that actually would be the good very. Fir- I think it was the first or second episode we ever recorded. James gave all of us female condoms. Yeah, I remember that. That was great. They were expired. They yeah. were just, <laughs> just dissolving. They, they, they were from my school, and they were expired. What do they look like? Even a female High condom. High quality garbage bags with a bungee cord. <laughs> yeah, your back. it just literally looks a like hefty, a. a hefty bag yeah. it looks yeah. like a plastic sock <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. i don't even know how you put it in i would be up in the in the bathroom for like, four. I'd be like i'm easier. not horny anymore like it's been an hour i've been trying to put this thing in here yeah abstinence <laughs> yeah abstinence uh, you just have like a carny with small hands just like shut <laughs> in there. what is on your pornhub search engine oh my God. <laughs> um i don't mind the abstinence only like advice just because it is legitimately scientifically true but having that be the only education that's not according to getting is is problematic yeah not according to jesus (laughs) and it also like it it seems to be i i looked through i looked through the rest of this issue and it seems to be a bit of like a common theme there's another question that deals with virginity and asking like Mm -hmm. will my boyfriend or will the guy that i'm about to have sex with know that i'm a virgin if i tell him that i'm not and then in the britney spears interview she talks about not having sex until you like um, saving yourself which is so unfair to all the women all the kids idealizing would be like if she could do it i can do it and she wasn't doing it oh she was she was doing it ladies <laughs> i mean i'm sure way. she was doing it she was fucking yeah. uh, justin for like forever but they lied forever saying they were that that's unfair to her fans i, I don't think it's a bad thing to have you know idols be like hey like it's okay to not have sex but mm-hmm. for the like i was already having sex at this age i was having mm-hmm. sex by the time i was in like first year of high school so for me when i saw these kinds of um sort of abstinence based and stuff it's like oh well am i like a slut or am i a bad person for having sex because like clearly all of these 
celebrities or all these people like the way that they kind of construct like the virginity and sexuality there was never like hey it's okay to have sex or hey here's like how you can protect yourself it was more like just don't have sex well i think they only publicized people who said they weren't having sex they didn't publicize people who were yes so britney spears was lying to her fans or whatever but i mean like i also feel bad because i feel like britney spears and p and and you know stars like jessica simpson got a raw deal because it was literally like their their managers and stuff like that were being like this is the image that we're yeah. that we're constructing for you you're what, pressured to do yeah to, so it was shitty for her but, too and you're not uh emancipated where you can set make a stand and be like no because you're like 15 16 17 what's 18, 19, so man. fucked up about that though is this double entendre or the standard where you're like hey we're promoting you as this virgin by the way wear the sluttiest outfit exactly you can fucking yeah. Wear. yeah that's like it's like this weird like it's like sex like do you remember that rolling stone cover of britney spears where she was wearing like booty shorts and like like it was very almost she was like lying pe- on a satin thing on her phone yeah it with had a, like a teletubby and yeah. it was very like almost like pedophile feel it because she was it like 15 was. or 16 but it's like no be a virgin though yeah just and that still goes on today but especially back when we were like teenagers and 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 especially for magazines like this that the perpetuation of this idea that women cannot be like we're not allowed to be anything really like we have to be everything and nothing all at once right you can mm-hmm. be the you you can't be the slut and you can't be the and you can't be the perfect girl next door you can't have sex but you also can't tell people don't be a prude that you're a prude yeah. you yeah. know what i mean like we're we're there are all of these different categories that we're expected to fall into, but we, we, we're human beings. Like we can't just Mm -hmm. be one thing. Like, and and being expected to be more than one thing means that we're doing something wrong. Well, I think Kristen Dunst was literally, literally didn't have sex uh, until she was a bit like a lot older, which is fine if that's how she does, but it's an unreasonable pressure on, on women to be like, Oh, and by the way, Chris, uh, Britney Spears doesn't have sex. Uh, Christina Aguilera doesn't have sex. It's like, yes, they do. Why are you creating this false challenge for me not to? And also, by the way, there's no, there's like the virgin and all these girls who went from the virgin. There's no division to be like, now I have a healthy sex life. It's like, I have to go the 180 opposite of this. Oh, yeah, I'm and rebelling. And now I'm like Christina Aguilera having sex in a chlamydia pit. Yeah. You're either a virgin or a whore. You yeah. can't be anything yeah. in well, between like, those two It things. happened with Miley Cyrus, too, how she grew up in this young, you know, she was like, Hannah Montana and then when, and then all of a sudden they have to do this crazy thing with their career to be like oh I'm having sex and it's like dude people have been having sex forever it, normal teenagers have sex yeah like it's unless you even back then people with kids are like 13 years old only the the virginity construct only applies to women it never applies to men yeah. and or it like so what we have is we have all of these women who are like and let's like call it what it is you've got women and people going through puberty so your body is screaming at you through a megaphone to like Fuck. do all of these <laughs> things and like discover yourself sexually and then you've got like everything outside of your body telling you like don't be a slut don't be a whore mm-hmm. like save yourself for marriage but don't be a prude and it's like we literally fucking can't oh win oh my god can like, you imagine saving yourself for marriage and ending up with the first person you ever had sex with the worst it would be the worst <laughs> I, can you imagine getting married yeah <laughs> no i can't it does all the time i have to hear about it <laughs> sorry, but sorry, sorry. if no, we no, go no, like if, like so you know like you andrea were talking about like you you were sexually active by that age i think yeah. the person was 16 in the question about virginity yeah uh, oh yeah i was 100 percent sexually active. so yeah so you were so you were sexually active at 15 i was a very late bloomer and i didn't have sex until i was 26 and i I was still sexually active it was just a very small circle of where that activity existed i wasn't myself i wasn't and i like this 
actual question, which is like, I'm actually actually going to read it out. But um, if you tell the guy you're going to have sex with that you aren't a virgin, but you actually are, will he be able to tell? I was constantly terrified, like deep into my 20s, because the first person I had sex with was a woman and it wasn't penetrative. So like I had this fear because I'm also bi and it was like, I can't like, is the first guy I sleep with going to know that I'm a 30 year old virgin or something like Mm -hmm. that? Like, because, and I'm not a virgin because I've had sex, but like. Well, the, that construct. that meant that construct and that mentality was stuck in my head being like and then you, it doesn't help with like movies like 40 year old virgin oh, coming yeah. out and making it seem like a and huge it's, freakish it's thing also experiential experiential so you are a virgin in the way that you've never experienced this version of sex before but the term virgin isn't helpful yeah like you could be a virgin because you haven't had anal sex till you're like 28 also, that doesn't make you a virgin it's just something you haven't done sexually yet but then it's also like what also just proves even further that it is a construct is this idea of time, right? Yeah. Like if you're 27 and you're 30 or you're the 40 year old virgin, now suddenly it's a bad thing. Yeah. But if you're 15 and you're a virgin, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. If you're 16 and you're a virgin, if you're unmarried and you're a virgin, that's a good thing. Like where, and especially with like women or, or you know, with women, I'm going to say it, mm. and girls growing up, like there's this sliding scale of a timeline where you, you can either fall right on on the money and be doing the right thing in the mm-hmm. right time, or yeah. depending on like how age the commodification you, yeah. of virginity is such a fucking medieval fucking construct that we still have in this society. Like it's something you can't give away because it's valuable. You might not want to give it away because you want because that's on you on your first time. You might want to experience this with someone you trust. That, but it's not inherently valuable. Like this is something I need to trade on the market to like uh, to create an alliance with France. It's very yeah. <laughs> tied to gender and sexuality too. Because like, what if you never have sex with a male as a female or female identifying? So you're a virgin forever. Like sex is just with a man and a woman. Like that's yeah. very biblical and very mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like. And so it also I, discounts like the experiences and like the and those thoughts and feelings of like people who are are like ace or gray sexual like and yeah. who just don't experience like that driving like need to go out and like the, have sex with people. The right. The entire definition of virginity is totally tied to like heterosexual norms. Right. There's no like when do you actually lose your virginity if we're open up to the world? It's like. There's no way to really know, depending on what you do sexually. So the entire concept of virginity is fucking useless. And now. oh, sorry, it's tied to your fucking hymen, which you can break horseback riding. Yeah, which traditionally is tied to your mm-hmm. hymen, but yeah. it's not actually. If you include all other kinds of sexuality, it's literally up to you to decide yeah. which is what's meaningful, what I'm ready for. But there's no. There's no bar. There's no line anymore. And I'd like to kind of move away from that, like, that narrative of virginity even being a thing. Like, it's not. It's It's just, it's not a thing. It's, it's just this thing that was put on specifically for, like, women and, like, or female identifying. But, like, let's just call it women just for the sake of the ease of having this conversation. You know, like we've been saying, it's a social construct that is being applied to women. And it's just so fucking, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's also economic. It yeah. was tied to economics to be like, oh, here, take my unspoiled daughter exactly. so I can buy her or whatever. Yeah, it's it's tied to patriarchal ownership and subordination of women, basically. Yeah. Like, you you get married to a virgin. They used to literally check the sheets after, you know, like... Uh, consummation of a marriage like they would would check the sheets to see that there were blood on the sheets there's also rumors of them putting them up 
on like the battlements as a flag to prove this person was a virgin. That's disgusting. Insane. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But that's weird all it is. Flex, it's just ownership okay. over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a weird oh, flex. God. It is a, it's the weirdest flex. <laughs> that's good. I'm no saint, you know. It is my duty to look after the spiritual growth of you. I'm young. not even a virgin. Don't you talk like that in here. It's so good. It's, 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 it's the same because I love Dig so much, and Dig has ruined the Dandy Warhols for me. I mean, like, those posers. I literally thought you said I like Dick so much, and I'm like, go on with <laughs> oh, your bad I love self. Dick so much. <laughs> and the movie Dig has ruined it for yeah. me. <laughs> your penis doesn't have giant sideburns. There's like, it's like a karaoke video where there's like karaoke lyrics at the bottom, and a bunch of people. It makes me want to go to karaoke. Oh, I know. And the uh, one a weird skinny guy in that video, if you watch it, you'll know him. Uh, he ended up marrying the woman, the, the woman, I forget her name, uh, from Danny Warhol's. They got married. It's their friends in the video. Oh, cool. All right. I want to be in a video. That's romantic. <laughs> <laughs> that is. So this segment is called What Do I Do Now? And it's it's part of a segment called Ask Atuza. So um, Cosmo Girls editor answers your most agonizing questions. Yeah, that's Atuba Rubenstein. Atuza Rubenstein? Atuza, sorry. Yeah. Atuza Rubenstein, who also used to be the editor-in-chief at Seventeen. Yeah. Atuza. Atuza. God bless you. Is that an A or an O? Anyway, this question comes from Lindsay, 13 years old, from Prospect, Ohio. And she's written in to ask, I became really good friends with this girl I go to school with, but now I just found out that she's bisexual. Should I still be friends with her? I'm afraid that she'll try and hit on me. So... Uh, it's I'm going to make I'm going to make some space for the fact that she's 13 and like just say that like this is an immature question because she's fine. Too. yeah that's that's fine because you're very uh, narrow minded and like you're only coming into your sexuality but other sexualities inflecting that terrify you yeah absolutely also and gather as many queer friends as you can because yeah. that's that's where the good shit is exactly that's where the good shit is <laughs> well, um, and I think too sorry but just to quickly yeah. say like at, in the 2000s there was a lot of I guess, not a lot, but there was some queer or gay, like, knowledge or or representation in, like, movies and stuff, but very little, like, lesbian or bisexual, like, anything to do with women's sexuality, you know what I mean? Like, it was, I can only think of... Any kind of, any kind of queer content in television or movies, like, historically speaking, even now, really does a lot of bi erasure, and, like, it's, so it's either, like, one or the other, and so it's either really straight, or it ends up being, like, exclusively queer or gay, Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, like, like, no middle round. like, the best friend from, like, Sex and the City, or Will and Grace, you know, like, there's very little... We're all kind of buy in the end it just depends on your level of commitment yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but so the advice that's given is actually pretty good but it and it takes it from the point of view uh, or the advice given is from the point of view that the that the person found out this girl found out about her friend's bisexuality through like the rumor mill mm-hmm. and i didn't read the question like that not even necessarily true exactly i i looked at like i looked at this when i was figuring this out like when i was trying to like prep for this segment and i was like i didn't read that at all i read it as your friend came out to you and yeah. like and this is kind of been your reaction but now you're reading it is there's a rumor about my friend should i join in with all the other people and it completely goes into like the, the advice completely goes into like you might not she might not even be bisexual yeah. and so you should go be her friend because maybe she's really stressed out about the fact that there's this rumor going on and maybe her. she's really Thank straight you. so yeah. that's so upsetting but it's 
Oh, that there goes her on her lesbian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, but I read it as like this friend came out to her other friend, like this trusted confidant, and like and this has, the advice that was given was given from the point of view of like you should support your friend because it might not even be true. Instead of like actually looking at you know this person doing this really brave thing of coming out and you know we picked this i picked this question specifically because um we just had bisexual visibility day i'm bisexual um at least in terms of like my current lived experiences and me too yeah and me too I'm bisexual in, in so much as I disappoint men by like <laughs> going, going so far and then pulling back right at the moment. Like, <laughs> Look at tease. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. You're a bicock tease. I'll take you, I'll take you all it's the way down the road <laughs> from, like, make out to, like, when it gets down to business. It's like, yeah. nah, nah I don't I'm think not so. Really Just have a giant ego and you're massaging it. The same way I'm unenthusiastically massaging your penis. Right oh, now. And then dude. Being like, yeah, you know what? I'm not really feeling this. Oh, shit. Or you really are, and you're not getting no, anything out of it. No, I'm literally saying that literally <laughs> happened to me. But, um, yeah, so the I this resonated with me because I went through... If you know if you know the movie Mean Girls, if you haven't seen it, you should absolutely watch it. But there was this whole scene where Regina George is explaining why she's no longer friends with... Um, with uh, that goth girl. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. What is her name? Uh, Janice. Janice. It's Janice. Janice. Yeah. It's Janice. That is so young, Andrea. It's, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so Regina George is having this conversation uh, about Janice and why they're no longer best friends. And she's like, I like had this pool party and I couldn't invite Janice because she was clearly a lesbian and there were going to be girls there with their bathing suits on. And so not to continue to use Mean Girls as like the like biopic of my yeah. life, <laughs> but literally everything happened to me in that movie. Yeah. And so I had friends who literally when I was in elementary school I had a friend who was like you can't come to this party be like sleepover because like I think you're gay and I was just like didn't even know what that meant I didn't even know what sexuality meant and that's just because I was a kid not even because I was a late bloomer but they were just like I think you're gay and I was just like I don't know what that means and they're like well you don't like any of the guys in our class and they're also fucking losers well and they, she said, you don't like any of the guys in our class, and also you're going to go to an all-girls school, so clearly you're a big old dyke. I'm not a big old dyke. I'm a small old dyke. <laughs> I'm just a little bitty dyke. <laughs> but, it was, but I was thinking to myself, and like now I can kind of look back on that and be like, yeah, of course I didn't have any crushes because like the whole class was full of like walking Petri dishes, and they yeah. were all gross, and I just didn't, like I wasn't going to be attracted to that. Also, I was in grade eight, yeah. so I didn't have any kind of idea of what even sexual attraction like looked like Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to have a crush because I was just so scared of people in general but the whole like the whole thing where it like with this question is you know I'm afraid that she's gonna hit on me and that whole kind of like you know cutting that person out of your life because being hit on by somebody who's queer is like literally like the worst thing that can happen to you and it's like that homophobic assumption that like that's going to be the worst. You have to avoid it at all costs. You have to cut them out of your life. And it's just like, it's so violent. I don't know. Also, talk to her. Ask her. This is happening to her. Are you? Like, that's not great. Like, you shouldn't confront someone like that. But that's at least having the respect of being actually confirming to her, like, let's have a conversation. You were my best friend. And also, like, another thing that's going on there, too, which is the homophobia, the homophobia that, like, ran rampant. 
I mean, still does, but especially when we were teenagers, like just the, just the, oh, you can't come to the sleepover because you're gay. Just the, the calling somebody gay thing was a blanket insult statement. Oh, yeah. And them, you know, the way that they're answering the question, the magazine is answering the question in this case, they're focusing on the fact that, you know, maybe this rumor isn't true or you shouldn't listen to rumors. It's it, You're still focusing on the, okay, this is a rumor that, like, that something is wrong with this person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't it doesn't really do anything to break that down. I do mm-hmm. have to say that um regardless of how Atuza or whoever, you know, read this question and how they interpret it, she did Atuza say Atuza Rubenstein. Yeah. She did say starting any rumor about someone is totally childish and unnecessary, but thinking that calling someone a lesbian is a put down is just plain ridiculous, which I really uh, appreciated because, you know, in the 2000s, this was a very, like you said, like people still use the blanket insult of gay and people probably still do. I don't know what kids are doing in elementary Generally, schools. I think it's way less than it used to be, which yeah. thank God for the kids. But uh, I thought that the advice was pretty decent in that, like, do you think that you're automatically attracted to every single guy you meet? Of course not. Do you hit on every guy you meet? Exactly. People who have this crazy idea that people who are gay or bisexual total sex fiends. If anyone reading this thinks that, get that idea out of your head. They have different preferences than you do. That's all. Just different. Also, she's not fully developed in her sexuality. Maybe she is, like, you know, maybe into, but, like, to, to, like, label her this way and attack her this way. You're denying her own journey of self-discovery, being like, why don't you be kind? But also, if she did come out and say, like, I'm fully bisexual, like, there needs to be a respect for that and the respect for that her using that label for herself, right? Like, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, her choosing that label for herself is part of that journey, whether it stays at that label or changes or or goes into something different, right? Thank God it's not the night, because I feel like there is a movement among young people to be owning of this thing and not terrified of it and pursuing it and being like, this is who I am. This is part of my identity that makes me complicated and interesting. I mean, depending on what area you're from, I guess. I work at a nonprofit and we film in, <laughs> we film in schools. And uh, recently we were filming um, this campaign or there, there was these kids that came up with this idea Uh, Like each kid has an idea and they pitch it to, you know, a bigger panel or whatever. And these kids are between sixth and eighth grade. And uh, one of the girls is from Saudi Arabia and the other one was from Sudan and the rest of their friends are from Canada. Um, But they all formed a group to um, combat homophobia in their schools and because they have a friend who's trans. And this gave me so much hope to like see and sit down and talk with these kids who are 11, 12 and 13 and and talking to um, their principals and schools and everything and getting literature in their schools and creating safe spaces in their schools. Like that gave me a lot of hope thinking about how when I was young that those spaces didn't exist and the literature didn't exist. exist. And to have kids that are taking that like from, you know, the ages of 11, 12, 13 and taking that ownership to be like, hey, this is happening. This is what kids are dealing with. And we're OK with it was just like I was like I almost cried like it was there, just really moving. Things to me. are definitely uh, the world is going to shit. But in this one way, it's gotten way, way better. Like it's it it, it has gotten better. So there's one era of hope glimmering. 
That's an important in some parts of the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. In some part, it, it could vary between like different schools and different towns, different cliques, you know. Yeah. But I think that like taking this out of the fact that it's a question from a thirteen-year-old, that I'm really glad that they mentioned the like that stereotype of like the hypersexual bisexual person. Yeah. And it, which is like a definitely like a damaging trope, and that's not to take away from like you know if you're a slutty bisexual, by all means, be a slutty bisexual. <laughs> Woo! I'm Woo! fine with it, but. <laughs> But that's only like one, that's only one like complicated, nuanced personality or person or way of being bisexual. And like for me, I mean, I would like, you know, experiment with porn and just to find out what I liked. And I'm not like, so I'm, I'm sexual. I'm a sexual person in that way. But like when I, when you, when you like decide or when you, when you figure out that you're bisexual, you're not just flying out the door crotch first, hoping to hit somebody <laughs> like in, and anything Ooh, will do. Great. I want to fuck everyone. Like, exactly. Give me that fire hydrant. And but that idea- is such a major misconception. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Hugely. And it's, and it becomes like, it's, and it's such a, like, it's such a double-edged sword, especially for, like, the double standard between bisexual women and bisexual men. Mm-hmm. Um, not to get super gendered about it, but, like, let's just make yeah. that distinction because it's the easiest way to have this conversation. But is this the one world in which men have a harder time than women? Bisexual men seem to have a harder time with being accepted as being, like, you're just, you're gay, right? With, like, uh... Yeah, it's, well, they're... Like, they're gay with hit- a twist of, of, of vagina? Difficult they're, in different ways. It's difficult in different ways. Yeah. And so when you have, um... So for, for bisexual women, it's definitely a fetish. It's treated as a fetish. It's treated as, um, like, you will, like, have sex with a woman for me. Or, like, if you're in a relationship with a woman, there's the idea that, like... Um, like when I dated a woman and I tried to tell her I was bisexual, it was immediately shut down and was immediately like, I can't be with a bisexual person. So figure your shit out. Yeah. And I, and eventually I was like, well, I like you a lot and I don't want to stop having sex. Cause I like really like having sex with you. And like, so I was just like, oh, well, I'm probably gay. That's like I'm probably to their insecurity being like, yeah, you might leave me if I fucking exactly. It's that. Like- it's that assumed swinging dick comes along. You might be like, "Ooh, all of a sudden I love dick." It's like, no, I like you. Yeah, I li- and that's the, and that's where I was coming. I mean, she turned out to be like a fucking monster, but like it was. <laughs> but at the time, like it was, it was the excitement of a new relationship. But there's that problem within some feminist circles where there's this belief that bisexual people can just choose a heterosexual umbrella to hide under when it comes to like queer oppression mm-hmm. and straight passing like, privilege. Yeah, yeah, it's and like that's like a thing that I can do that I can just switch off who I like mm-hmm. and that it's like you know controlled by like a remote control or like a light switch and that's like really problematic as well but then when you have with bisexual men they're facing not only homophobia but they're it, they're facing like toxic ma- toxic masculinity in like a really maybe aggressive toxic way femininity too well, where it's like femininity. yeah where yeah. you can be like well i don't want to date like also. a bisexual man like you, yeah. you're exposing me to like potential all, disease. you know there's like hiv oh, stigma yeah. and kinds of all kinds of other all stuff. women are presumed to be on the spectrum of sexuality like we all know that but when men get on that spectrum it's like that's weird. Like we, and it's also weird if a woman totally identifies as mostly straight. We're also like, and they're liberal, and, and they're very like into like you know uh, liberal politics. She like really, you just want to fuck dudes. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you just closing yourself off? It's it's a. I was just gonna say yeah. It, in terms of like the toxic masculinity thing, it's. 
I wouldn't call that toxic femininity. I have I have a bit of an issue with that okay, expression, <laughs> but that's fine. We can you know free speech and we can say everything that we want here. But um, it is it is a uh, it's problematic due to toxic masculinity because it's this idea that if you are a man who sometimes is also into other men, then you are less masculine as a result. So toxic masculinity produces this idea that you have to be the macho man, that you have to be the strong mm-hmm. man, that if you have any feminine qualities then this is an issue rather than saying toxic femininity you should you could say that toxic masculinity is not gender specific yes that, yes that absolutely 100 yes. we're all affected by it like we're all affected re- by it. yeah yeah toxic masculinity doesn't just affect men it also affects women in our entire culture that's very uh, eye-opening thanks guys but also like even you can have straight men that just like to get pegged and that's they also get like there's also the assumption that that makes them somehow like gay in some way and it's like oh, no yeah. stra- straight Let's men try it right now. like i like i like <laughs> i like women to fuck me up the butt and it's like i don't want a man to because i'm not attracted to men but i still want my butt fucked yeah. So I want a woman to do it. And that, As but I said. We would, our perception would be like, you're gay, right? That's like my like, dream, man. Let's try it right now. We'll be right back, folks. Bye. You want to do it in my butt? In my butt? You want to do it in my butt? In my butt? You want to do it in my butt? In my butt? Let's do it in the butt. Okay. This is a little bit chair. <laughs> I know. Why don't I ever do this song at karaoke? This is like sexy, like passion. It's like, yeah, let's do this thing, Enrique. I swear that sounds like a share song. If any of you know what share song I'm talking about, I feel like it's believe. Yeah, I think it's believe. No He's got a bit of a share voice, also. Enrique, he's got a bit of a share voice. The big short. You know when uh, 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 famously uh, Christian Bale yelled to the lighting designer, like, it's fucking distracting! New existing. Yet he keeps that giant mole on the side of his nose. That's fucking distracting. No. (laughs) Don't mole shame him. Get a girl to bite it off. No. (laughs) Happy to me. No. Stop talking about that. I don't have her number because Andrew will not allow me to contact her. Good. That's a good thing. I support that. (laughs) Uh, We are on the quiz. And... The quiz in this magazine was boring, so we went to Cosmo Girl's Big Sister? Sister? Mama? Yeah. Big Mama. Big Mama. <laughs> and we went to the June... Oh, sorry. It's the July Cosmo quiz. July 2000, right? July 2000 up. called, Are You Completely Boy Crazy? Yes. <laughs> Does your over. world revolve around rank? Are you completely non-gendered crazy? <laughs> crazy? Does your world revolve around wrangling a Romeo, or are you too timid to try? Take this quiz to scope out your man-snagging style. Oh God. Okay. An hour before a Bud's birthday dinner, your latest fling asks you to a game his friend bailed on. You say... A, later to the girls, you'd ba- rather be getting mouth-to-mouth with beefcake than oh. ice ca- cream cake. <laughs> oh, my B, God. Take a rain check on the game, but offer to meet him at the party. 
or C, say, are you kidding? This is girls' night. I'll meet you at the party. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say beefcake. I'm like, that's uh, okay. Every time I hear beefcake, I think of, like, pate. Like, I would have gone I would have gone there until until beefcake came, <laughs> came up. Yeah. Is that, not your, is that not your type? Beefcake's not, like, no, not at all my type. Like- you start climbing the walls and thinking you're an undesirable troll if you haven't had a date in... Two months, but who's counting? One month or one week? A week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A cute guy walks in while you're raving about Rage Against the Machine to your friends. When he says they suck, you tell him you can see where he's coming from, but you still like the band. B, step onto your soapbox and extol the band's achievements and unique sound. C, cozy up to him and compliment his fine taste in tunes. D. D. Fuck you. I said what you told me. (laughs) He just took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So which which, which one would she pick then? I guess A, tell him where you're coming. Oh, no. It's step onto your soapbox and say how good the band is. Yeah. I love a good rage soapbox. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you were a character on Sex and the City, you'd be Samantha. You're a full-time, no-holds-barred flirt. Miranda. Flirt. That's a polite version. (laughs) You're so funny fed up you'd rather read a good biography than brave the the bar scene carrie you love boys but not enough to make your whole world revolve around them why is there no charlotte because charlotte doesn't have sex yeah the the super version of girl she's the marnie. the marnie yeah. Of yeah. The, yeah yeah i'm a carrie with a samantha rising okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's good uh, what video flick would you rent from Blockbuster, Blockbuster. for a night in alone? Notting Hill. It's romantic and funny. The Sixth movie. Sense. You heard it has an incredible plot twist. <laughs> I see or dead The Beach. It might suck, but it's got a lot of shirtless Leo. Why would The Beach suck? The Beach is good. I know. It is pretty good. Uh, the Beach. Okay. It has oh, man. I love Notting Hill. <laughs> I love Notting Hill. I love it. Julia Roberts is just aging, oh aging, aging like a graceful I gazelle. Is Hugh Grant in that movie? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. of course he is. Okay. Take okay. it easy. <laughs> Sorry. Just to get Roll that back started. a little bit. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking her to love him. He really Wait. loves Hugh Grant. Wait, hard no, for him. no not, quite. Not, not quite. not quite. He didn't Close quite enough. nail that one, but I oh, love that movie. Genderize me. <laughs> uh, what's the max number of dudes you've dated at once? Oh, God. Five or was it six? Three, but I don't make a habit of it. C, two for just a week, and that was pushing it. Is it two with a five rising? <laughs> I, would say, I would say it's a six with a three rising. <laughs> All right. Uh, quick question. How many dudes are you dating right now? And I want names and uh, <laughs> Facebook identities. That's confidential information. And how appropriate an Engri- Enrique Iglesias lookalike you've been seeing <laughs> said he'd call to make plans for the weekend. It's Thursday and the phone hasn't rung yet. You A, give him a mental sayonara. You know, you, you'd be salsaing alone soon anyway. Might as well start now. What? Oh, my God. Okay, that's very Latin. <laughs> uh, B, leave a seductive message about how what you want to do with him and the mariachi band. Just kidding. I Thirst trap. <laughs> uh, C, secretly hope he calls, but don't let it stop you from making alternative plans. Sayonara. I'm going to go salsa solo. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, your bar M.O. is saunter around scouting out studs. No man's land, you're out of here. B, get in line for a drink and do a subtle scan. 
C, ignore the scene, make a beeline for the empty end of the bar, and pray that your friend shows up soon. God, none of the above. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that is a very bleak, like, I know. question. Like, my whole world, the whole evening now revolves around finding somebody to go home exactly. with. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or, or even somebody to hang with, like, waiting there at the end for your friends. Like, no, I'm going to order a drink and, like, yeah, like live my I real chat life. Yeah, up, up with the bartender? Yeah, maybe, I would like, say go to the end of the bar and have a drink, but yeah. not, not in such a sad way. Yeah, oh, exactly. Right? <laughs> okay. I'm adding up the scores. What's my score? Did I win? <laughs> uh, you're a holding back honey. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were too. <laughs> holding back, back honey. back honey. All right. <laughs> so what's a holding back honey? A holding back honey is you want a fairy tale romance, but frankly, you are too laid back and listless to go for listless. it. Listless. <laughs> Pardon me. Well, this is very much putting this on her. I know. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, Cinderella wannabe, you need to go out there and find your Prince Charming and meet a few duds along the way. Why is this magazine being so mean? I have a question. How dare you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> because no one can live up to your high expectations of what a boyfriend should be. True. You just <laughs> give up on the game of love altogether, sis. True. Peabody. <laughs> Fuck you, Peabody. <laughs> this is literally the magazine, like, not polite, like, politely saying listen you lazy slut <laughs> it is literally saying that you need to be a little less passive and put some effort into finding love nah. now no one's expecting you to turn into a dating diva overnight start slowly buy a new outfit or a seductive <laughs> new do you need to quit playing wallflower and work the scene a little more join the office softball team. <laughs> This column seems like it was written by an aggrieved man. Yeah. I can't do all the work. That quiz was garbage. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> as you unleash your charisma and realize guys are just people, you'll find that meeting the man of your dreams Who isn't just this? a fantasy anymore. No, no, they're merely, they're merely people. Yeah. I'm just a person, Sandra. <laughs> Won't someone care about the man? Oh God. So, I'm sorry you're holding back, honey, according to Cosmo. It's literally a guy writing this being like, this is why you'll be single forever. This was, this quiz was literally written by, by an incel. I was just going to say that. I was exa- exactly, <laughs> yes. The answer for like, you know, if you are like, you know, a huge slut is going to be like, don't be such a huge slut. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? You Here will it continue is. dating Sex me. Sex crazy slut. Is why no, just kidding. It's this boy crazy, babe. Forever because there's no perfect man. <laughs> Anyways, Susan Peabody. Go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know Susan was that like... That is such a fake name. You know, you know Susan is like a fake name for some incel sitting in his some basement. Yeah, like, oh, fully. I wasn't good enough for you? Well, good luck. You're on the wrong side of 30. Yeah. Good luck finding a man. Uh, Susan Peabody's a pea brain. Yeah. Bye. 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 And if you want to leave, I can guarantee you won't find nobody we're going down the road towards tiny cities made of ashes. I'm gonna hit you on the face. I'm gonna punch you in your glasses. Oh no. Thank you for joining us for episode 47. Thank you. you. And thank you so much to Amanda for joining us. Yeah, awesome. Uh, You can check out her podcast. Yeah, you can uh, you can check out my podcast. It's called You Don't Know What It's Like Podcast. It's me and my friend Katie who host it. And the Instagram for that is at YDK 
podcast. My, my personal Instagram, if you're interested, <laughs> is uh, at the Amanda Fong, T-H-E Amanda Fong, F-O-N-G, not Thong like Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the podcast, uh, we're always looking for guests. So basically, it's just a show where we try to uh, share the stories of people uh, that are often excluded, uh, you know, stories of discrimination, oppression, trauma, um, we try to humanize social issues. So just by having a normal, regular chat, sometimes there's comedy. Sometimes yeah. it's not as funny, but it's still important. And then in conjunction with every episode, what we do is we build a fundraising initiative so that we can raise money for an organization in the city that supports the social issue that That's we're highlighting amazing. on the show. Rock on. We really Woo! don't want a show to be like constantly funny. We want to be serious, but we're just so goddamn hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my cheeks hurt from laughing. So <laughs> um, my cheeks. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, you can also check us out at girly.mags on Instagram if you don't already follow us or girly underscore mags on Twitter. Send us your embarrassing moments. Everything that you love about the 90s. Write reviews about us because some bitch gave us a one star. One star. Okay, I'm Who sorry I said did? bitch. It could have been an asshole. I have a certain set of skills and I will find you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> calm down. No, but anyways, you gave us a one star, but you didn't even write a review. I find that very rude. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna leave, if you're gonna like leave a one star, you gotta explain that shit. You that should be required. Star, Andrea, one star, Andrea, to her face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but anyways, we have a twenty-three or something, five stars, and one one star. So I'm not too worried about the single star, the lone star. I love, <laughs> I love, okay? I love Boston, Andrea. <laughs> she comes out but at anyways, like. Anyways, it's it's not it's not Boston. It's Buffalo, Andrea. Yeah, it is, I'm getting very Buffalo right now. I'm getting very buffalo. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love but, it. Uh, I love hot dogs. Um, <laughs> but yes, please, please review and rate us on iTunes because guess what? It helps us go up the charts, which means more people can discover Girly Mags, a podcast you're hopefully still listening to. Hey, kid, rate us smaller than a one. I'll throw you a fucking table. I'll throw you through a fucking table. <laughs> okay. We won't. All right. We, won't. we love buffalo. you guys. We do love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. See you next time. Love you. Bye. 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 Fucking table. I'm gonna hit you on the face, I'm gonna